Good afternoon, everyone. It is Tuesday, the 28th of July, and this is George from Watson's Daily for the second episode of We Ask Watson, our bite-sized look at the daily news. Today, Peter and I will be looking and discussing our favourite news stories of the day. Although today it won't necessarily apply, it's up to you to decide who won. Hello, Peter. Hi there. So, Peter, tell me about your favourite story of the day and why. Okay, so um, I actually thought today was is pro- probably more of an extension of yesterday. Is the whole um, leisure uh, industry having a complete nightmare? So, um, so the stories the stories are that the shares of, of things like TUI, which is Europe's largest tour operator, IAG, which owns um, British Airways, Lufthansa, share, uh, Lufthansa shares. They all fell um, yesterday after all that news about, um, you know, people being, um, you know, the uh, um, the 14 day, you know, quarantine period or whatever Mm. from people coming back from Spain. So um, that I think that has led to mass panic. Um, I think you've had like Ryanair has also said um, that this isn't you know, this this is an overreaction and and, and all that kind of thing. However, um, I think that. There is a risk here that um, they're, they're, we might be being overly pessimistic, potentially. So, I mean, I know I, I said yesterday. Just, that, just to interrupt, Peter, you mean yeah. people such as yourself might have been overly pessimistic? P- possibly, possibly. There is a risk here because <laughs> I think everyone, um, I think everyone is sudden is assuming that this is a disaster, and that's that's it. And I, I, you know, my base case is that this is going to be really disastrous until the end of the year. However, on the other hand, I do think there's a possibility that, um, you know, everyone's assuming the worst. But actually, the real situation might be slightly better. The reason why I say that is because, um, is because. Um, there's a lot of people obviously working from home these days. Um, you've got, uh, we're in the school holidays, so kids are, you know, free to do, to do what they want, although they have been for the last, last few months anyway. Um, you've, you're, so if you actually could work from home, let's say you were a couple kids, you can work, you've been working from home for the last few months anyway, and you, you're going stir crazy you've um, kept money, you know, you've saved money because you've not been able to go out or do anything. Um, you may well be, there be, might be, well, be a lot of those kinds of people inclined to go on a holiday anyway, because they think, well, um, the 14 day um, quarantine period for when you come back um, is actually not that much of an issue because, you, you know, you could just mm. go to the boss and go, look, um, re- sorry, but um, you, you want us to take, our holidays before the end of the year because a lot of employers are saying that at the moment they're saying we want you to take your holidays mm. as you would because we don't want everyone going you know having a massive holiday at the end of the year so mm. um you can say look um i'll go on holiday i'll come back um instead of going into the office you know once or twice a week i'll just have to um, self-isolate but hope that's okay and you kind of think well you know, you're killing lots of birds with one stone there. And actually, mm. people will be able to get, I would say, people in that position will be able to get some absolutely massive um, holiday bargains. So it might not be quite as bad um, as, as I initially thought. But, uh, you know, that's that's what I'm thinking today. And that, and that could coincide as well with the rise of homeworking. I think in today's Watson's Daily, mm-hmm. you spoke about Google introducing homeworking 
Yeah. Um, until the end of the year, was it? Yeah. Uh, Which actually yeah. is yeah. going to be followed. Oh, I no, think, no, by... no, no, no. For the end of, um, um, for the end. So until summer twenty twenty. Until summer next until year. Summer tw- so until summer next year. Yeah. So. So actually, it, it plays into that, and I think that that's a pattern which we're going to see increasingly um, in, in the corporate world. Something which I did want to ask you about, in, which was in Watson's Daily and you spoke about, yep. was how Ryanair finds itself in a particularly promising position yeah. as a result of, of its cash reserves. Why is that? Well, firstly, you've always got to know Michael, o- Michael O'Leary, who is this chief exec, is a very, very canny operator. Um, he's quite a cheeky chappy um, and, um, you know, he has quite a lot of form through lots of ups and downs in the market. So he anyway, what has happened is he has got um, he, they've got actually got quite a lot of cash. Um, so they borrowed 600 million euros via the uh, Bank of England's bond buying scheme. Um, also, they've got the potential to borrow against 7 billion euros worth of 737s. Now, I'm assuming that they're probably quite new because I think that um, uh, uh, Ryanair's fleet is, is usually newer than some, some other uh, airlines. And therefore, they'll be able to borrow more against them, I would have thought. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so they basically they've got a bit of a buffer um versus some of the other airlines and that also plays into the idea that actually that there are going to be planes going to these places there are going to be it's going to be possible to go to spain because that's right people like ryanair are going to be able to put on flights that's right so um i think i saw early on today that um ryanair said you know it doesn't matter about what's going on with with spain at the moment they're still going to fly people there so Mm. like i said you know with this um story i was following or thinking about is that you know, as long as uh, these people are working from home workers um, that have saved loads of money over the last few months and with screaming kids and wanting to wanting to escape, um, then, um, you know, as long as they can get there, which they will be able to do via Ryanair, um, you know, the holidays are still on. Yeah. So, Peter, I although I think yours is an interesting story and I'm aware that today we're going on for a bit longer than planned. Yeah. My standout story was the gold price hitting a record high yep. since uh, and, and has surpassed the 19,250 mark that it yep. hit in September 2011. Yeah. So that's a rise of 28% this year. Yeah. Gold obviously being a safe haven. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very good indicator of market sentiment. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting. We know that the market's uncertain and volatile at the minute, but mm-hmm. this is really is really kind of crossing the T. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that um, people do buy gold um, as a safe haven asset. You always hear this bandied around. Um, and so, you know, if, if, you know, when there's wars and things like that, you know, you get people buying gold generally. I mean, it's, mm. it's just a general rule of thumb. The other interesting thing, though, um, I think, is that over the last few years, some people have suggested that Bitcoin is has become a... Uh, safe haven asset mm. and i i noticed um today when i was looking at the um uh the level of bitcoin um it was above it was above ten thousand, which is quite you know surprising i think mm. um and I, I i must say i've always wondered with with bitcoin because um i can understand why gold is is seen as a safe haven asset because it's it's physical it's something you can touch people understand it you know you know you've got everyone has got the concept of a um, of what a go- uh, of what a gold bar is, um, but Bitcoin doesn't exist. And oh my mm. God, look at it now! God, it's no, it's eleven thousand. 
It's 11,000. I mean, that's the highest I've seen it for, mm. for quite some time. So, you know, there may be something to be said for, for Bitcoin to be seen as a, as a safe haven asset. Although I've always maintained that I cannot understand why it is because there is, it has no physical properties, uh, et cetera. So yeah, it's, but well, the, yeah. The last thing I will say is uh, in what's the daily as well today, we, I mean, speaking about safe haven assets, mm. the dollar is at a two year low yeah. hitting its worst month since April, 2011. Mm -hmm. So actually I think it's very interesting. And with um, people, commentators online saying, we're in for an all-time high on the stock market with pumping of financial policy and, and, and um, note printing. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really interesting contrast between a very low dollar, which mm -hmm. is traditionally a safe haven, yep. um, a very high gold price, mm -hmm. and also potentially an extremely high stock market mm. because actually money and, and very low um, interest rates because monetary policy is being constrained to historically low rates mm, mm. yeah i mean there's not much that anyone can do at the moment um you know uh, in in the financial crisis off the obviously they just cut interest rates cut 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 uh they've done the same thing um this this time around with coronavirus um in some places you know to the historic lows i mean you've got mm. bank of england low, lowest interest rate for something like 325 years um yeah. you've got you know, america down i mean you know a lot of places have let, have cut those rates and and left them there um europe yes. is a prime example yeah um, and then you've even got places like you know japan and things who've got a negative interest rate so you know i mean it's yeah obviously things are pretty pretty tricky at the moment and i think that the um sentiment regarding the us and uh, increased numbers of coronavirus cases and things isn't isn't helping sentiment over there either no. So anyway, I thought that was a set of interesting marking conditions. And I do think that the all time high on the gold price is very interesting. But ultimately, it is up to our listeners to decide. There you and go. Please do engage with us on uh, LinkedIn, on Instagram and on social media. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Suffice to say, there's more stories on Watson's Daily, which was accessible on our website. Um, and, and I think that that's all we've got to say, Peter. Thank you so much. No we'll problem. See you tomorrow. Let's do battle again tomorrow. See you. See you, George. Bye. Bye.